Ladies and gentlemen, one more time for your listening pleasure. It's the Mason and French Show. Featuring Big Steve. What it is, what it was, and what it shall be. In the building! In the building, y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, this is one of those rare episodes where it's just the two of us. Just the two of us. We can make it a sans Jew unit. Yep, Jew unit is missing in action. He's uh, somewhere out there in the world. We figure he's speeding home right now as we speak. I gotta tell you, I clocked 12 minutes into the, uh, an episode the other day where he didn't say a fucking word. And I was like, bro, you need to get loud. What happened to you? He's just, uh, I don't know, man. We need to dig deep and get a, a, an NPR for real. An NPR that's going to, you know, find out and uncover what it is that has got to, you know, bring him back. What's gotten a hold of our friend, the Jew unit? I'm just like, has it been because he ain't been to a strip club in a minute, man? If that's truly his reasoning for being such a curmudgeon and sulker as of late. People, um, people have needs, Mason. <laughs> I find it very very difficult to believe that a strip club is what keeps you in a reasonable state of mind. There's all kinds of things about that boy that make me scratch my head. Like, how does it get like this? <laughs> I don't know. And you know what's great? Uh, he couldn't explain it either. He doesn't yeah. know what the fuck is wrong with him. He's insane. But uh, that's why he's great on our show. That's exactly why but, it's great. <laughs> you know, if he doesn't speak for 20 minutes, exactly. kinda, you know, we might as well just say he's here. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you know, because like you and I get into intellectual conversations and he avoids the intellectual conversations. I mean, I don't want to say something like dumb it down, but I mean, maybe maybe we should like take it easy on him and talk about fishing for a minute. <laughs> Let him get something in there that... That brings out the best in them. I don't know, maybe. Strippers, midgets, and fishing. I'm telling you, one of those three, every episode. One of wow. those three, every episode. Maybe that's how we should start yeah. around so we can jog our way into like bigger cop- topics of I'm conversation. Telling you what, we could, we could do this. Maybe. Manipulate the Jew unit. We might be able to do it. It's funny, whenever he's here, we talk about him. Whenever he's not here, we talk about him. <laughs> I miss him. I'm telling you, it's a void in my life. Mondays and Thursdays is my daily dose of Jew. Old unit. He does add a lot. He does. He certainly keeps things interesting in a most uh, ridiculous kind of way. <laughs> keeps his house interesting. Let me tell you what. Yeah, this place is a wreck. It's awesome. I mean, fucking A. I wish I could live like this. Actually, I really don't. No, no, you don't. I have no interest in living like you this. You were talking about washing dishes the other day. No, you don't want to look like this, bro. Who does? I mean, he don't want to live like this, but I mean, he live a wild, open life. Is it that he doesn't want to live like this, or does he just really want to live like this? Because, you know, I tried to stop living like a teenager whose parents were out of town, like, mm, I guess in my mid-twenties. Well, his mid-twenties was raising children. Touche, sir. Touche. Which is, I mean, that's one way to do it, but a better way to do it is wait until you're like late 20s, early 30s to start looking for settled down love well, shit. Yeah, you gotta you don't want to jump into, you know, you got to, there's something to be said about sowing your oats 
uh, your wild oats and, and getting out there and living life and figuring out what it is that you like. Because at 18, you don't know what you fucking like. True that. You think you know you what you, you fucking barely, like. You barely know anything, but you know, like you know enough. You know what you like at the time, but like, you know, your perspective definitely changes over another 18 years. Yeah. You evolve. God forbid where I'm going to be in another 18 years. I mean, I've always tried to stay true to the person, the kid that I was at 18 years old. But, I, I mean, at some point, you got to let go of certain things and move on. Well, change is good, right? Yeah. So, like, you t- continue to, like, progress and change. and hope, In theory, you get better at life. I feel like I'm better at life than I was at 18. Oh, well, yeah. You know, even though, I Time mean, out. I was more employed at 18 than I am right now. <laughs> uh, I've gotten better at living... Uh, the straight life is what I've gotten better at conforming to society. See, I know. That's what that's what I can't do. It's, it's hard to do. It's fucking fucking. <laughs> like, I'm, I can't do it. It's a it's a lot to swallow all at once, and I'm, and that is a sexual window for bitches that gotta swallow it. That's exactly what it's like trying to live the straight life. Absolutely, I, it's like yeah, oh well, I guess I better suck this dick here. Hashtag me too. <clears throat> right. Fucking day, Jesus. And I'm all for me too. Props to Emma Watson. How you doing, sweetheart? Looking good. Uh, that bitch has tried to get her in a sex cult. That bitch is going to prison. Yeah, they're getting you know her that? for sex trafficking, dude. That bitch is going to prison. And the thing is, though, I gotta say, I gotta say, uh, the tweet I saw didn't really make me feel like. That was a direct, hey, Emma, let's get you into the sex trafficking It business. definitely wasn't. You know? They act like just because they ta- she reached out to talk to these people that that's what she was reaching out for. Right. But if you go into prison for it, mm, chances are you ain't chatting about whatever yeah. it was you was talking about chatting about on that on that tweet you were talking about. I'm going to chat you up about do some dirty mason, yeah, yeah. which is taking down mountain <laughs> shit. <laughs> it definitely sounded like they were up to some shenanigans in that I mean, sex cult. There definitely is nothing funny about sex trafficking but the way it was described in the story to me seemed like these people have free will to do whatever they wanted and she just convinced them yeah. to do something that you know they shouldn't be doing or yeah, well who would want to do something maybe it's like not that. the healthiest thing for you but i mean fuck if you want to do it i mean you know they make butt plugs right like motherfuckers can get butt plugs and like stick them in their ass and shit and like mm-hmm. walk around i know that's not healthy like if you went to your physician you know how they say before you start a exercise regimen consult with a physician sure if you went to a physician and was like you see this butt plug that looks like uh darth vader's head um <laughs> i was thinking about sticking out my ass and walk around for a while I, I don't think the doctor would be like good idea bro. good idea that's a great idea but if that's what gets your jollies off I was right. listening to Joe Rogan about the same thing today and he was talking about <laughs> is it wrong that this Alex Mack is her name can convince people to do this thing I mean are you really trying that hard do these people want to be a part of like a sex slave cult type right. of thing man there's Which, people out there that want that type of thing is that who are you to hey, say it's wrong if Emma Watson wanted me to be her submissive uh, I'm pretty sure I'd sign up yeah you know I mean that's not like what I'm looking for in a regular lifestyle like but uh I can deal with a bitch telling me what to do in a sack. I just don't know as if I can deal with agree her. To it. Uh, right. I just yeah. don't know if I can agree with, like, there's apparently a whole lifestyle where motherfuckers are like, yes, ma'am, I do whatever you say all the time. Like, you know, keep me in the little room with a little bed and bring oh, me out shit. when it's you time to have talk, sex and all that kind of shit. At this point? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, gimps people, exist. People do There are gimps things. out there, people. Right. You know, and I support your right to be a gimp and do all these things. That's what you want to do. But, like, you know, for me, like, the ideal, if I'm going to be submissive to Emma Watson in any way, is just, mm-hmm. like, strictly in the sack on occasion. Like, not, like, every time. Like, if she's my girlfriend, 
and she wants to be all a little domineering all, all on occasion or whatever. That's mm-hmm. cool. But I ain't dealing with like whips and chains and all that kind of nonsense on a regular basis. You know Certainly what I mean? Not. Like she could break that shit out, you know, after the the uh, the movie premiere or some shit. That's how she's feeling real powerful mm-hmm. or whatever. Like that's cool. I get it, babe. I'm with you. You know, I'll give you I'll give you give you space. You are really gone in depth with this. I mean, you're like living with this bitch at this point. <laughs> <laughs> that's part of the fun of this is like taking the Emma Watson yes. interest to like the most extreme level. It's kind of what makes doing what I'm doing on this show fun sometimes. I agree. It's hilarious. But there's what, what sucks about the society today is that this is what they're going to play at your trial if you ever fucking oh, right. <laughs> run into her. Be like, you right. would never guess that I love you. Yeah, and, yeah. and then she's like, who the fuck are you? Stalker! Yeah, ah! yeah. Nah, I, I wouldn't go in like that. I, I just, uh, she's like any girl that I think is cool. Like, I think I could get along with her. You know, and if we went out a couple of times, we didn't get along. All right, cool. It's nice meeting you. Have a nice life. La-di-da. But, like, I'm more likely to be uh, willing to put up with things than I might not be willing to put up with other females from, say, Emma Watson. Right? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, okay, cool. You want me to get rid of my sports car? Okay, I'll sell it to my dad for a dollar and leave <laughs> and it in Virginia. It when you and bring it back when you dump me. Apart. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm just not going to, like. Oh, you dump her? Don't forget about that part. Could be that part. You get you got uh, this dream of Emma Watson. What a power trip! What would that be if, like, five years from now, this is the world's largest podcast? Us and Joe Rogan are killing it. We'll figure it out. And like, and all of a sudden, I'm dating Emma Watson, and then she turns out to be awful. Well. I just want to tell you, you know what? She really seems into her job. That's one of the things. That's the way I actually liked about her. She loves acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. really does. So it's like that type of relationship with somebody that's really into what they do, and she's like 28 years old. That's what she, you know, she's all about her career right now. I bet that's exactly what I like. But you wouldn't know that until you get there. Right, right, right. <laughs> she's on the red carpet, like, hold this purse for me real quick. They're going to take pictures of me. <laughs> yeah, I, I would totally do that. Like, they'd be like, Emma Watson and her no-name boyfriend standing <laughs> on the thing holding their purse for No-name boyfriend? No. Not what's on the ma- largest Mason and fucking friends. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> yeah, worldwide. Presidential candidate. Wouldn't that be you know awesome that? if oh, she was the first what? lady with me? Wouldn't that be great? This is a dream. <laughs> Emma Watson could be my first lady. She'd be the first foreign first. Oh, wait, maybe not, because I guess Melania Trump's foreign. So, That's a good point. Know, yeah. What is Melina? Melania. Melania Trump. I don't know where she's from. Some like, Slavic nation. Yes, there you go, Slavic. <laughs> That's what it something, seems to be. Something be. like that. She, it's cool, though, to have, like, Is a, she the first? Has there not been another foreign? Not that I'm aware of, but I don't know. I can't think all the time. All 45 yeah. presidents' wives and where they're from. All that jazz, but it is interesting to have a fine ass first lady. She's pretty fine. I mean, she's drop dead gorgeous, and it's amazing. I feel bad for her that she has to have Donald Trump's balls in her mouth. It's yeah, like probably yeah. like once a year, right? Yeah, <laughs> probably Trump's not balls at this in your point. Mouth. Oh, for poor you. I mean, if you believe all those video clips of her like slapping away his hand when he tries to hold her hand, I mean, shit. If I was with Emma Watson and she was treating me like that. Break, oh, see, break my heart, I'm gone. Yep. This is over, baby. Can't, can't deal with that. I you ain't gonna disrespect me in front of all these fucking people. I'm saying, I'm gonna hold your hand now, so w- you know we're gonna be snuggling when we get back into, you know, Air Force One and shit. Exactly. Like, <laughs> that's what marriage is supposed to be about. That's, your first lady's gonna be somebody that you actually you trust with everything and I damn make sure vows to and all that shit and mm-hmm. connect all your taxes to. And that's the mind fucking marriage. It's not about the love, it's all. <laughs> 
It's about the financial transaction that you're merging. Oh yeah, dude, <laughs> that's fucking merger. That's why I preach about today. a prenup because to me it's yep. like right, we're entering a business contract now. Like we're 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 an LLC now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, exactly. We're a fucking corporation. Let's declare right some now. things and yeah. you know make sure we have some the specific language in this contract that says if you fuck up. Or if I fuck up, you never know. Right. If I fuck you, you want, you want to keep your shit, right? Right. Exactly. Like if if I catch Emma with Kristen Stewart and I'm not involved, oh, this could be a problem. And if Emma catches me with Kristen Stewart and she's not, this could be a problem. This could be a problem. I mean, it could happen. And with being the president, you gonna have TMZ up your ass, man. Oh, yeah, Not yeah. just TMZ, like New York Times and the Post and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. Everything you fucking do. MSNBC will be hating me, and, and Fox will be hating me, and CNN will be hating me, and it'll be the first time that all the major news networks disagree with the president, and none of them are, like, riding his dick. That's what... <laughs> I mean, I hate Donald Trump, but for real, that's, that's a lot of shit to fucking deal with. Just every move you make, whether it's crooked or not, you know, everything you do, everything you eat, everything, yeah. you, every time you take a shit, pure you, know, scrutiny. you ain't taking a shit right. <laughs> you know, all yeah. that shit. Yeah, you're getting pure scrutiny in that situation. It is. I'm prepared, though, for the, uh, you know, that's what, that's, yeah, I'm prepared for the uh, betterment of the United States of America. You know what I'm saying? America. To get out there and take on the responsibilities. Holy shit, what, what time? I told you that fool would get here quick. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode that has been Sans Jew Unit is probably most likely going to get an influx of Jew Unit very soon. Very soon is going to be someone in the building. So <laughs> try to be prepared with for a lot of racket. Maybe the turn the, re- the volume down a little bit on your radio. Hopefully that won't be necessary because I run a lot of compression and hopefully it'll keep it in a reasonable tone, but I don't know. Motherfucker's unpredictable. Yeah, he's you unpredictable. He might come in here quiet. It might be another 20 minutes before you hear him speak. <laughs> you know how it is with that motherfucker. That's the best part about his entrance. You never know what you're going to get. Might be some screaming. He's hey, like a box of chocolates. The G-Unit's like a box of chocolates. You never know. what you're going to get. Oof. What? The Jubaru? I'm pretty sure. Silver car? No. No. I'm like, that would have been quick. Looks like Big Steve's wishful eyes looking out the window. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like, uh, like I was saying, I am more than willing to take on the, uh, the scrutiny possibilities for being president. That's why I feel like I'm uniquely qualified because I have no children and want no children. And, uh, you know, it's your family and shit that's going to suffer a lot when you're in the president's office with like everybody hates you you know they gotta walk around and deal with that shit like oh everybody hates my son or everybody hates my father or whatever like wow that kid at school today called my dad a fucking fascist said my dad was Hitler you know I bet he does I bet he does have to deal with shit like that absolutely that little dude that's a lot that little kid that's in the White House man that motherfucker's dealing with some real hate at school well you think about it for real he was sacrificing himself long before he was president like he was sacrificing their privacy and their fucking you know emotions long before he became president he was being a dick way way before that it's hard making money yeah it really is especially when you're making when, that yeah, kind that of money. money when you're making that kind of money and I was just watching the thing that, oh, funny Joe Rogan he was talking about how before all the presidency stuff he was in, they couldn't count all the videos music videos that he's been in or raps that he's been rapped oh, about oh yeah absolutely it's just like the second that he became president, it was like, nope, not no more, except for Kanye. Well, it's it's <laughs> it's funny because 
it I feel like some of the hate is deserved and I feel like some of it's not like I had a guy say to me the other day he was like oh I'm not going to tell you why I don't like him because you're just going to defend him and I was like well, I don't know if I'm going to or not like, yeah. I like some of his shit and I don't like some of his shit I mean there's plenty of shit to hate but there's plenty of shit that's just like okay you're a normal human being people are human beings even dickhead motherfuckers have human being moments right that, right right the, yeah. guy goes, the guy goes he just acts like a retard he talks like a retard all the time and I was like well, I can't argue with you there. He definitely puts his foot in his mouth on a regular basis. And the dude was like, really, you admit that? And I was like, yeah, I admit that. Like, I'm a fucking human being. I'm not a Jesus. fucking Republican or a Democrat. Like, I'm not going to ride one party's dick and hate on the other party There's no matter what. There's plenty of closed-minded people like that, and you never know what you're going to get. Yeah, exactly. So I get, I get it for initially. If you recognize it in the moment that, oh, maybe you're not a dick, and maybe you do just yeah, have yeah, a Yeah, but I a felt like the guy person. knew me a little better than that. Well, like, yeah. I, I guess he drinks too much. This is what it does, Shock. man. This whole fucking thing of being too in... Somebody else's fucking business. We're so into fucking everything that Trump does. It can't. He can't sneeze without pissing off somebody. Right. Right. So, and I don't like him. I'm not trying to say I like him or whatever, but I can at least recognize. I'm also he's a human being. But I'm also not saying that I hate him. Like yeah. I, I didn't like. I didn't like. I haven't liked any president while I've been alive. You know. But like sometimes they do stuff that I like. Mm-hmm. Like when uh, what's his nuts? Obama was all like, you know, when he turned the page on gay marriage and was like, yeah, I think that this is what should be allowed in this country mm-hmm. i had been pro-gay marriage for like 10 or 15 years like as soon as the concept became understood to me i was like yeah sure why not who gives a shit mm-hmm. you know so like all these political people over the years that were against it that shit offended me every one of them hillary obama all of them they were all against it fuck them so like that shit offends me because it's like look like years ago my dad wasn't pro-gay marriage and I said to him one day, I said, what's marriage? He said, it's uh, you know, it's a union between a man and a woman. I said, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Marriage is the greatest expression of love between two people. Two people. And who in the fuck are you to tell two people who the fuck they can and can't love? And he just sat there all quiet. And that kind of changed his perspective. You know, we went to my cousin's gay marriage, and, and it was like a big happy time. And, you know, like who gives a shit? They're two people, and they're happy together. Mm-hmm. Let them be together. Let them be together. Right. I completely agree. That's wholehearted the way I think. And it's a shame, though, but the conundrum in this country is what rights do they have? And what rights do I have to not associate with them? Like, for instance, that fucking shit with the, I think it was like a wedding cake. They called a cake shop and they wouldn't do the wedding cake for them. Right. I'm like, for real? I don't want to be involved in your organization. I don't want to get a wedding cake from you now neither, man. Exactly. If I don't want that type of fucking thrill. You put that kind of label on a human being and a human being trying to express themselves in whatever way that they want to do. It's it's no different. That's why I, I struggle so much with religion nowadays because of that, you know, well, stigma on it. And I can't stand it. I can't stand people to do. I love Chick-fil-A. Do you think I want to walk away from Chick-fil-A? I love fucking Chick-fil-A. But, I mean, as an American, like... Do you have the right to not serve people you don't want to serve, or at I least think, you know? I think as a like as for years I bartended, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like literally on my ass. It's like part of my job to say, okay, I can't serve you. Mm-hmm. You can't have this anymore. You're done. You can't spend any more money. Here's your bill. Or you walk in and I look at you and go, I'm not going to serve you because I think you're drunk. Okay. Okay. So like that's literally part of the job as a bartender. Like okay. I have to have that, otherwise I'm risking my ability to have a way of making a living if I'm currently bartending. You gotta protect yourself. I completely understand that. Right. You're refusing service, but not based on somebody's but creed. Whatever, or whatever you refuse service on, in my opinion, in a free country, should be the proprietor's right to decide. That doesn't mean the proprietor's right. It means he's an asshole. 
but he has the right to be an asshole. Sure. That's where the gripe for me comes from all this it's stuff a, because the slip well the slippery slope to me is uh proprietor rights and such and like where does it stop right so if okay now we're forcing this asshole religious prick to bake a cake for a gay couple right okay mm-hmm. we force them to do that what next i like your truck i want to buy it it's worth according to kelly blue book twenty two hundred dollars i have twenty two hundred dollars cash you can't refuse me from okay. selling me your car that's... like that's the kind of slippery slope i see and have a concern for it's ridiculous but is it like if, if you want to go to uh, a used car lot and the guy that runs it decides he wants to keep the car that he's got out there, doesn't want to sell it to you, and you just came on to buy it, like, does he have to sell it to you? Like, like where does it all stop once you start forcing people to provide services that they don't want to provide? Well, that's so where extreme. Where does that end? That's so extreme. I'm like, you're talking about slippery soap. When you t- say something that's slippery soap, it's got to be something that's reasonable that's the thing, the next downfall. Like, you're at the bottom of the slope. It's got to yeah, go from next, way up here next, to get to that point before it's like, what makes you but think the next that's thing the next is, step? But the next thing is, I'm running my restaurant, and I don't want to serve someone that I think is drunk. Mm-hmm. They come back a week later and sue me. I can't prove they were or weren't drunk. I have validity to not wanting Absolutely. to serve them. I, I, I'm risking my ABC license if I serve serve them when they're drunk. Just because most restaurants and bars could give a fuck and are going to get you drunk and all of that legality shit is typically tossed to the wayside. Who gives a fuck? Let's get everybody drunk and let them get their DUIs and that'll be part of playing off the fucking state and all that kind of shit. And it's not our problem. It could blow back on you, but it doesn't necessarily. So like, I I recognize that I, I went to that extreme point, but like to me, like... That's where next. does it stop? Like, where does it stop? It's, it's like, not necessarily so, next. When you say, where do you stop? There definitely has to be a line between common sense and idiocracy. Yeah, but common sense is not eliminated. everybody's common. Yes, I agree. It's okay. being eliminated because there there are such different levels of fucking sense for people anymore. There's not a right and a wrong. There's so many. Thomas you know, Paine does not exist anymore. Yeah. Thomas Paine okay. does not exist anymore. So when you sit there and talk about common sense, like people say, oh, common sense gun laws. I'm like, okay, well, what is that? Because to me, that is like, I should be allowed to carry wherever the fuck I go as long as I don't hurt anybody. I'm not breaking any fucking laws. You know? But if I go to Connecticut with a gun, I'm going to jail. If I go to D.C. with a gun, I'm going to jail. If I go to Maryland with a gun, I'm going to jail. If I go to certain certain states where I'm allowed to have a gun but I have hollow points, I'm going to jail. Sure. But that's insane. Hollow points will hurt you. Shouldn't you you have to be responsible, though, as a gun owner to know where you're taking your gun? You should. There's places you can't take your gun and there's places you can't take your gun. Ignorance isn't an excuse, but to me, like, there are rights, right? Like, I get the right to say whatever I want, whether I'm in D.C., Maryland, or Virginia. Mm -hmm. My second amendment right is I have have the right to have a gun, so I should have the right to have a gun, whether I'm in D.C., Maryland, or Virginia. Sure. Wherever I fucking want to go. Like, to me, like, if there are truly inalienable rights, if the Bill of Rights is something that we stand by, if you have the right to privacy and you have the right to fucking freedom of speech, you have the right to practice whatever religion you want to practice, I support all these fucking rights. Like, but I support them equally applied. Like, I don't think that, like, you can take away somebody's rights just because you don't think that they should have that right. Like, the common sense thing, it just, it's such a slippery slope. Like, oh, well, you should common sense, you should make them a fucking cake. Yeah, but like... Okay, if you don't want to make them a cake, that's all fine and dandy. So be Is it, it though? It is. Uh, to me, I, I hate that, I'm just so you know, I'm not coming to your shop. Like, right. But you can do what you but want. As me, an American citizen, you should be able to refuse whatever you want. As long as you are willing for me to fucking hate you and not, you absolutely. know, but to go me, to your shop. Capitalism should, should, you know, sort all this sort of shit out. If, if we're in a small town 
and I'm the only bakery in, game in town, and I'm not going to bake you a cake. Like, I'm an asshole. And everyone in town should be made aware of that if, if you're truly offended by it. And maybe some people care, maybe some people don't. You know, like... It sucks for you, the random gay dude living in a motherfucking town of 72 people, yeah. <laughs> that you can't get a cake made by the only baker in town. That sucks. I sympathize. Like, mm-hmm. I'd like to have a Maserati dealer right here in Warrington and have a lot of money and go buy a Maserati. I can't do that. Okay? So, like, you got to accept reality, right? And you got to respect people's opinions and their right to be an asshole. Like, I hate Nazis, right? Like, I right. love the... I love the, I hate them. I love the... I fucking hate them. To reference the Blues Brothers, right? The, mm-hmm. in the, there's a scene of the Blues Brothers. Well, all throughout the Blues Brothers, spoiler alert, the, the Nazis are chasing Jake and Elwood because... <laughs> they are. They're doing they're a demonstration. Well, they're Nazis, but they're yeah. having a demonstration in a park at the beginning of the movie, right? Mm-hmm. And they shut down a bridge that has traffic going through it and stop traffic so they could stand there and preach about Hitler and, you know, Jews and whites and blacks and all this bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, here's my point. I support the Illinois Nazis' right to exist. I don't support their right to get in the road and stop me from driving from point A to point B. If they wanted to stand there next to the road with their signs and chant and everything, I'm giving the finger while I drive by, fuck you and la-di-da. That's my day. Their existence, their right to exist is there. I don't deny that. I'm not going to lock them up for thought crimes. Sure. Once they step out in the street and try to stop my car, I'm going to run them the fuck over just like the Blues Brothers. You know? <laughs> right. Fuck you motherfuckers. I, was like, I reserve the right to hate them. If they, if they have the right to but exist, that's your, I have the right to that's fucking your thought hate and them. I I, res- I support and, your right to yeah. hate them. Okay, sure. And I hate them too, but I'm My not going to. I'm not going to try different to, levels. But I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm saying though, like I just said, I'd run them over. You know, I, I, I'm saying like until they impede on my ability to live. I don't give a fuck about their existence, and that's how I feel about everybody. Well, I can't, I can't do that, but I, because I liken it to people that I, other people that I hate. I'm like, I hate people in fucking traffic. I hate people in traffic. I'm like, I hate people that can't fucking get the fuck out the fucking road. And if you disappeared, I would not feel bad about you going. Right, but you don't have the right to make them disappear. Exactly, that's my whole point. Right, I'm, I agree with your, you just like you said, I agree with your right to exist. Right. But I still have a right to talk shit and hate your fucking guts. Absolutely. That's exactly <laughs> That's right. But they also guts. have the right to hate your guts. You and if you walk sure. in and they're like, I'm not going to make you a wedding cake because I can't come up with a big enough motherfucker to stand on the fucking top of that shit next to that bride. I can't get the perspective right, so I'm not going to do it. Is that a, That's a reasonable reason for a, for a cake perfectionist. Sure. Like, sorry, you're, you're almost seven feet tall. You're a lady's five feet tall. I can't fucking, I can't make this cake look the way I want it to look now because you're too big, so I'm not going to make it for you. That to me is just as valid of an excuse as sure. you're gay I don't want to make it for you. But like like the thing is, these idiots that's like they should say, I'm not gonna do that because I can't or I won't. They shouldn't say I'm not gonna do that because you're seven foot tall. I'm not gonna do that because you're gay. You I'm not know, gonna I do that because of this or that. I've never likened it to that, but like I accept that people don't make my size. I do. Like, it's not, like, your reason to make things specifically for me. Right. What are you going to do? Are you going to go to the fucking uh, yeah. Sears and I'm be never... like, y'all don't have pants big enough for me. Fuck you. I'm going to sue you and take you to the Supreme Court because you don't have pants that fit me. You know, I joke around a lot, but if you think about it, there is discrimination against people of different sizes. It's There's not just discrimination against exactly. But all should kinds that of shit. be everybody's, like, that wants to sell something's problem? Like, it, because you're exactly. a business owner, do you want to? I've never thought about it like exactly. that. Exactly. Like, your business, if, you have, if you're We're a business owner. gears here on the Mason and Well, like, I feel like a corporation doesn't have the same rights as a small business. So, like, if a corporation says to you, I'm not going to make you that cake because I can't fucking, because of whatever reason, 
like unless it's like truly I don't have the supplies and I'm not capable of making your your what you're asking me for mm-hmm. like a corporation shouldn't have the right to say I'm not going to make your cake because you're tall or you're gay or you're black or whatever the fuck under it is under the 14th amendment corporations is the and same rights as an individual as an individual which is a crock of shit another amendment makes that was the tw- money. 1923 the supreme court passed that the exactly. supreme court has fucked us time and time again yeah. but they also made money uh, a form of free speech so Corporations donations count as a free can speech. spend as yep. much and have just as many rights as you or me, and right. they cannot give a fuck right. about you. And just like I don't give a fuck about them, but there's nothing wrong. I can do about it. And that's it's wrong. too much. It's way too much. Right. That, but that is the law. I abide by all kinds of laws right. that I think are fucked up that I can't right. handle, but I have to fucking abide by them because otherwise I'm gonna. Do, do, if you ain't been to jail, ladies and gentlemen, I would avoid it. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been to prison, so I don't, I'm sure that that sucks worse. Absolutely. There's laws you have to abide by. That's why we need Mason to be president and Damn, change. Be. Like that has to be like the first hundred days. <laughs> first hundred days of presidency. We need to legalize weed. Let's let's run down the list. Time out. Oh, let's Jesus. run down the list. So legalize weed. Uh, tax the church. Yeah. Uh, uh, legalize prostitution. Tax yeah. the both. Yeah. Pussy and weed. Yeah. Uh, and the church, and then dump that money back form, into the infrastructure. Child reform. Child reform. Uh, support reform. Yeah. And what was what were we just fucking talking about? God damn it. What was the last one? We're gonna get rid of the. Uh, we're gonna get rid of the. Uh, the uh, corporations having yes. the same rights uh, as an individual. Change some of these fucked up fucking laws, man. Well, like you know, they want to abolish the Second Amendment, but they haven't even abolished the Thirteenth Amendment that makes slavery legal, mm-hmm. right? So, like, where are we at? What are we actually doing here? Like, if we want to accomplish something in this country, let's actually go on and strike from the written record that we allow slavery in this country. Yeah. For, for for hundreds of years. Yeah, yeah. Thank like, you, Conway. Uh, uh, Kanye. Kanye. Yeah, like the Kanye thing is a trip to me because, like, uh, like I, I told you earlier before we started the show, like I watched the whole thing and I thought a lot of what he was saying wasn't that ridiculous. And then I knew as soon as he said the stuff that's been all over the news, I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. he just fucked up. Bro. That's what I watched. I did not he watch the whole thing, it. and I, I assure you, just everyone that, should if that watch. Was, the if that was minute. like sprinkled into what the rest of he was saying. I would still find it crazy as shit. Oh, it was. And that's the thing. When I was watching it, like, he got to that point, and I was like, no, you just fucking blew it, Kanye. You were doing just fine, and you just blew it, bro. Not just, this is my point. I'm like, you didn't just blew it for society, because plenty of people do things that I don't think that that is fucked up. You blew it for me, man. (laughs) You fucking for real. You made, you stirred something to me that made me think, I can't. Take a single thing you say seriously. Yeah, but you should listen to all. You should you listen to all said. thirty minutes of his, his rant. You should listen to his whole TMZ rant. Well, it's just start like getting cl- It would be just like getting a clip from Jew. If all you heard right. was the crazy shit from right. Man, sharks don't like boy, dark meat. Jew unit. Yeah, what all that shit? Fucking idiot. <laughs> That's all you played. He right. would be just as fucking crazy. Right. You wouldn't say, listen to the rest of him. He, he's going to go somewhere. <laughs> right. Or listen to his friends immediately tell him he's an idiot. Uh, you know, like it's. That's the thing that annoys me about the 24-hour news block. And, I mean, like, CNN has been ruthless on his ass. And, I mean, he deserves it for what he said to a degree, but he also deserves more of what he said to be spoken about sure, and not just sure. like, okay, here's the 30 seconds of him being an idiot out of the 30 well, minutes of him being... He could articulate himself so much better. And I think that for he's me... He's like the Jew. If he read books, he'd have been way better off. Just like Trump, he inarticulates things and people call him an idiot and an asshole. Like, well, see, if, if people take more time to think about what they're saying... Then they're not going to come off like the idiots that they come off as, and and you know Trump and 
fucking Kanye be coming off like real idiots sometimes. Well, like a I lot think of the times. It, it's funny that we bring it up because I think that there's a certain responsibility that you should have to take as somebody in Kanye's position as well as the president. It's called for the president, it's called being presidential. There's a fucking uh, a reason why people are backlashing against your fucking nonsense because that's not what you're supposed to do. We elected you to be the leader of all of us, m- motherfucker, and, and now that you're the leader of all of us, you, even the motherfuckers you don't like, you have to fucking, you know. Well, I think part of the problem is that Obama was so polished that uh, sure. Trump looks like, you know, a half-ass by comparison to uh, Obama with his, like, you know... He ain't putting in no effort. Well, like, Obama f- had, like, a cultured kind of, like, way about him that Trump sure. Trump has more of, like, a heathen way about him. And, and I, I, you know, I'm a heathen, so I don't mind it, you know. But, like, I get it that people are annoyed by that sort of thing. Like, you know, like, I'm going to be a single heathen president going out and picking up bitches in D.C., and, and bringing them back to the White House and having sex with them in the Kennedy fucking secret room and shit for sex and shit. Like, but you'd be a single president. So. Right. You know, like, I'd be a single president. But I'll, he ain't a single president. He's and definitely you, not. And you fucking got to hear about him grabbing bitches by the pussy, which I wasn't a big deal. But what you were saying about Obama, for Obama, uh, he... Uh, he definitely did some things in his presidency that I didn't always agree with. He interjected himself uh, uh, on a lot of things that have nothing to do with being presidential. For instance, one big thing I like—I for real—I I voted for Obama, so I don't—I don't, you know, can't. I, it's not like I can't recognize that he did something fucked up. But for the uh, the example, when he spoke out about Trayvon Martin, I was—you're a president. You have no business fucking. Somebody got shot. Out in the fucking street. You are sensationalizing this a little bit more than it needs to be. You're a president. You're supposed to be above, you know, getting into personal fucking things like this. I understand you're the president and you know you want to care about things and you can do th- your job. Well, I feel like and the, care scope, about them. the scope should be bigger as president. Like, I'm not going to talk about Trayvon because that's some singleized shit that's going on is. down there. Exactly. And like, you know. I wasn't there. I didn't fucking see it. I hate the law too. I have to abide by other stupid ass laws. Okay. I know this one was a bad one. Right. I know this one, the, the whole standing ground thing was made up by Alec and, and all that fucking shit. I've heard all of those well, things. But, it but standing your ground, standing your ground makes sense to a degree. What happened to Trayvon doesn't make sense to a great degree. And like, you, sure. you know, you look at things and you go, fuck, I'm, my brain is running a mile a minute right now. This like, I mean. Sorry. No, no, no. It's all good, dude. Like, I'm saying like, this, the, the things that the president should be doing are like international things and like it's good if it's truly like like a like a worldwide crisis or a nationwide crisis like and a lot of people say that you know black lives matter and all the black people getting killed is a, a national crisis i don't disagree with that I, I i think everybody getting killed is fucked up. It's fucked up but like you were talking about laws and shit i think that a lot of our problem is our laws and a lot of it comes from the drug war and like until we take away the ability to be a streetwise thug making money selling drugs and carrying guns and hurting people that mess up your business until we take that away we're always going to have these kinds of issues going on all over the country because we've got shitty laws and until we give our cops good laws cops are going to still come off looking like assholes sure even though there are a lot of asshole cops like that fucker in south carolina that shot that dude that ran away from him like he just Mm -hmm. pulled out his gun and shot him and and planted a gun on him i mean holy fucking shit this shit this shit is wrong Mm -hmm. like on many many levels you know but he really yeah 
He uh, the Even first that video trial, they had him on. Yeah. Wow. The second one came back and got him. I think that's what my wife was telling me because when it first happened, I was like, this, we're going through uh, the Rodney King riots all over again. It's right. about to happen. It's about to, but this time on the East Coast. <laughs> Why is this going to fucking pop off in the East Coast? But it didn't. Well, and which is good. But uh, I mean, like I say, man, I feel like we got to provide better laws and, you know, we got to preach open-mindedness. And you want to like, make it like easier. the thing that Kanye was saying was we got to preach love and tolerance and open-mindedness and listening to counter opinions. Mm-hmm. And that I agree with. Sure. Now, when he sits there and talks about slavery being a choice for people, like, ah, yeah, right. he meant mental <laughs> slavery, supposedly. Maybe. And I, I get that to a degree. Just said but, that you in know, the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He poorly articulated himself. Yeah. But he didn't poorly articulate himself for the 20 minutes before that. It like, goes, it goes he, right he, back to my fucking saying <laughs> there's a certain responsibility because what I personally think TMZ you have a responsibility to society and to this motherfucker like don't let him come why would you let him come on here and do this I, I disagree You're I disagree because like their point was the the open minded like the kind of talk we're doing on this show right now mm-hmm. like that I think is what TMZ and Kanye were trying to perpetuate like to an open minded like, hey right you don't think that maybe beforehand you could say hey what are you going to talk what are you going to talk about these are the questions that no, we're no, going to no. ask that's what you. if you watch the 30 minute thing like they talk about it on there where like if you watch the whole episode like the entire live event that occurred like Kanye went to the TMZ thing and did it on TV like live for like half an hour an hour however long the show was you know it's, it's all clipped down they talk about that like Harvey dude was like yo I brought you here because you were talking about open-mindedness and and having countering opinions to like what other people would think you should think if they just looked at you or whatever like the whole this should be your agenda if you're a gay person this should be your agenda if you're a black person this should be your agenda if you're a white person all that kind of shit i think is what they were trying to preach against like be who you want to be be open-minded that's like what kanye was saying he wore the america make america great again hat for Mm -hmm. if you listen to the whole 30 minute thing like he was he was for a lot of it talking about being open-minded and and love is the right thing he was talking about john lennon and tupac being about love and he was also talking about how he doesn't mind being a martyr in the same way you know there was all these things like he says something great and then he immediately follows it up with something retarded hell uh, half the people listening to the show might think I'm just like that half the people that talk on TV do that fucking sound smart for a second and then reveal that they're fucking idiots well it's like the first Fast and Furious movie right I remember watching that I'm sitting there I'm all baked with my buddies my boy says you should watch this movie and I'm like "All right." so I'm sitting there and I'm watching it you know, Vin Diesel's talking about his dad getting killed and how bad he felt and all this shit. And then he, mm-hmm. then he beat his beat up the guy that that wrecked him and like with the rat, and they didn't the realize away. he had a wrench in his hand and all mm-hmm. that shit. Like, you know, it was a really heartfelt story. I was just starting to feel for him, and then he goes, "I live my second one quarter mile at a time, for ten <laughs> seconds at a time, uh, <laughs> quarter mile at a time." Yeah, I live my life a quarter mile at a time, and I was like, yeah. "Okay, you just yeah, lost, you just me. lost me." Like, I was right there. Like, I was all, on the verge of being like. Maybe this is a good movie. And then he said that, and I was like, "All right, I'm I'm gone again." <laughs> there's something about there's something about a monologue that sounds good, and then you immediately follow it up with something fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah, that's horrible writing. It's a horrible way to like, do it. Was it was horrible. You writing. had me, and then you exactly. fucking said, "Drop." Right. Let me just uh, exactly. drop you. Holy shit. Don't take me into palm me hand unless you're gonna care for me, please. Right. Don't give me a heartfelt Don't speech. Freaking heart. Follow it up with, "I live my life ten seconds at a time." You, you was know. talking about uh, Hateful Eight being your favorite uh, Tarantino movie. Yeah. So, have you seen Inglorious Bastards? Like I, you, I have, I have. 
I like that one. That shit, made, that shit made me like Brad Pitt again. There was a moment where I was like, I'm like, I'm tired of Brad Pitt. I'm tired of hearing about Angelina Jolie and all that shit. When I when I saw that fucking movie, I'm like, this motherfucker still got it. He's his, still his, fucking got he's it. He's an actor. He I want my scalps. And you will get me 100 Nazi scalps taken from the bodies of 100 dead Nazis. <laughs> That's fucking yeah, badass. He writing. brings that accent, oh. and when he's talking like, Bongiorno yes. and all that shit. Oh, God. I don't know about y'all, but I did not come off the Smoky Mountains, fly over 5,000 uh, miles of water, fight my way through Athens, Sicily, and jumped out of an aeroplane <laughs> to show the Nazis lessons of humanity. <laughs> I love it. Right. Shit. And I hate Nazis. So yeah, that was a great fucking yeah. movie. It's it's a real satisfying thing when they're in there just blowing up those Nazis. You know, and there's those Jewish guys in there. Like, I just mean, I love sticking it. it to I fucking love it, man. Sticking it to them. Yeah, like, I like a lot of Tarantino movies, but, like, it's funny. Um,. Something about the hateful eight, the atmospheric nature of the hateful oh, eight, sure. and the music and all that stuff, and like the the way it's shot inside with the big camera, and you can mm-hmm. see all the. St- I mean, it's just a it's, blast. It's Quentin Tarantino movies with Samuel L. Jackson that make those things because he only does like voiceovers and things like Inglorious Bastards or uh, Kill Bill. He's just the the piano player. He only talks for a moment and that's it. But he's in every single fucking one. He's in the better ones. Whew. That's he's for sure. Inglorious Bastards is the only one that I'm not aware of him being in that's one of the better ones. He speaks. He talks about Hugo Sticklitz. He's the one that introduces Hugo Sticklitz when he's doing the narrating okay. when you're doing that whole story. But that's it. Yeah, that's there ain't nothing else. That's a deep pull, Steve. Uh, I love I love Tarantino. I'm just saying, you said that Hateful Eight, that's a good one. Nothing in the world tops Pulp Fiction. I fucking quoted that goddamn movie. I used to be able to say the prayer. I can't anymore. Oh, <laughs> oh, the Ezekiel shit. Ezekiel 25, 17, which is not a real Bible verse in yeah. case I really I took it from him. Strike you down. Great thing does Marcellus Wallace look like a bitch? What does he look like? He's black? Yeah. Say what? Say what one motherfucking time. Did he speak English or what? Don't nobody like fucking Mr. Don't nobody like fucking Marcellus Wallace except Mrs. Wallace. That's the only one that's allowed to buy. Oh, my God. That's now, a good one. So you've seen all of Tarantino's movies? I, I think. I've seen most of them. Have you seen Reservoir Dogs? Of course I've seen Reservoir Well, everything in that movie is great except the dialogue. I like I don't like it. Like it yeah. irks me Timothy to Ross. such a fucking like I can't watch it really. Yeah, he's in that one. He stars like yeah, so yeah, hard. Yeah, he's the he's, yeah, the, main he's guy. the main one of the main guys. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> but like I'm to not, me, the dialogue when they're riding around the cars and they're just being racist pricks and sure. all this kind of nonsense, like it really irks me. The dialogue in Reservoir Dogs, like it's truly my least favorite Tarantino movie. I mean, the soundtrack alone is all that I need. That shit is my. It I'll pulls look. through. It's the only thing that this pulls me through that movie. This is the seventies. <laughs> well, and like Stuck in the, middle. the guy, the guy doing the voice is one of my favorite comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen Wright. Okay. He's also in uh, Natural Born Killers as, as Mallory's doctor. Yeah, I've never seen Natural Born Killers. Oh, no. oh my God. That's the one that I haven't seen. Yeah, you should check it out. You've too. talked about it a couple times and made me want to. He's, he's like, it's such an amazing thing. Like, uh, yeah, I'm not like, you know how I like to spoil movies. I'm not going to spoil that for you. Well, you should well, you know what? check out Thank Natural Born Woody Harrelson can be so hit or miss sometimes. Oh, it's it some just... of his best work ever. 
ever. Have you seen motherfucking? You watch HBO True Detective? Yeah, the first season Holy of True Detective. shit! It's so amazing, and the second season is the bi- biggest pile of hot garbage I've yeah, ever I, encountered. See, I hate Colin Farrell, so I don't watch Colin Farrell. It wasn't shit. even the guys. It wasn't, it wasn't even the guys. It wasn't writing. even the actors. It was just so fucking. I'll shitty. tell you what it was. They did that. Have, I'll spoil. Like I'll spoil season two. It's like the first. Uh, our second episode, you get to see what's her face's boobs. Like that's the only nude thing she's ever done. Ali, Ali, something, something. Ali, Alejandro, Alejandro, the chick. You know what I'm talking about? The Willie Helson is fucking on the side in the first season. I don't, oh, I don't God, remember it that, that well. Bitch is so fine. I wish we had the internet. I don't remember it that well, but uh. <sighs> But that was a good one. Woody Harrelson, Matthew oh McConaughey, God, Matthew too. McConaughey, Woody Harrelson. Who like knew? the storyline, the writing, the the concept, the whole thing. Like it was, it was the first time I'd ever seen done like what I always have. Like my parents, right? My mom likes to watch uh, Law and Order, oh, and I I hate formulaic shows though. Like to me, Law and Order is just pure formula. It's like, oh yeah, what minute are we at? Okay, I guess they're about to crack they're the about case. To, they're about to you know what I mean? get it. So they like, don't always get it in Law and Order though. Sometimes they lose. Sometimes yeah, 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 yeah. people get. But it's not guilty. But it's a very formulated show. And I told sure. my parents for years. I say, look, ma. They need to take one of these episodes and drag it out like eight or ten episodes, thirteen episodes, like make it like truly interesting and in depth. Mm-hmm. And that's what True Detective does, and that's what uh uh, what's that other show? I like Fargo does that. The, I've never the watched Fargo the show. show. I've watched the movie, most of it, anyways. Well, it's the show's Coen Brothers too. That's Steve Buscemi in Fargo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right He's here. in okay. the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. He gets shot across yes. the cheek, and he's like got toilet paper stuck to it, like he cut himself shaving. Yes. Oh god, that fucking that's a shit fucking, is amazing. That's a horror movie. I'm saying, there's motherfuckers putting wood chippers in that fucking movie. It's gangster. It is gangster. Shit. Spoiler alert. My bad. Shouldn't have said that. Nah, that, ain't, that, ain't sp- <laughs> that ain't a big spoiler. But uh. I was say it's about uh, Matthew McConaughey. I never, I didn't see Dallas Buyers Club, which is I haven't watched it yet. So he goes from being. Like a super health nut, workout, jog all the fucking time, abs for days, and all the chick flicks he fucking did when yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. this big, you know, on swole dude to losing all that weight for a character in a movie. That is commitment. Commitment. And I'm pretty sure your girl, Emma Watson, got that same type of commitment to her craft. And I mean, I've only listened to her talk about the Me Too movement that she's part of, but the Time's Up movement that she's talking about. It's the rules that over there in in Europe they're changing some of the uh, the the rules for actors or whatever and the abuses that oh to not taken. make them have to exactly. suffer that much exactly. physical body. like have you seen the Machinist with, with Christian, Christian Bale? Bale I've heard of it but that I motherfucker I, I mean oh he goes he, he is so sleep skinny or something yeah like uh, that's another one that's good enough I'm not gonna spoil it that's uh, also fucking Fifty Cent. Did you see 50 Cent like, was a rapper? He was on Swole. He was a gangster. And then he did some movie where he gets AIDS in the movie. And he lost all the weight, like over 50 pounds for his... He looked like a, a former of them shatters. Wow. Like, Who? That's You've got to really love what you're well, doing there's to a com- change there's a your commitment. body. <laughs> there's a commitment to the, uh, to the craft. Yeah, the, but oh, also a lot of them get like uh, real professionals to help them do that. Sure. The now, same not, ones that get, like, go but, from being fat to being yeah, but on not, Swole. Not everybody does that the right way, though. Like, I watched uh, Benicio Del Toro talking about Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, and he mm-hmm. put on, like, maybe 80 yeah. pounds or something, and he said he just ate pizza and donuts and just went ham and was, oh, like, it's definitely unhealthy. But then he said it took him, like, a couple of years to get to 
to regain his form because he was so out of whack. Well, I uh, there's a bunch of clickbait on the news that I watched. A lot of clickbait, and some of them be like, "Here, here's 15 uh, actors who thought it was a good idea to intermittently fast, like over fast, like I'm not gonna eat nothing." Thor, motherfucking Chris, Chris Helmsworth, just like when he's trying to fucking get in shape, he just don't fucking eat. Just don't eat. That's not healthy, man. I mean, it's it's amazing that you want to do this for your craft or whatever. That that this is what you feel about. But I mean, at some point, there's a health issue. There's a right way to do things, a wrong way to do things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That just sounds. I mean, good for you doing what you want to love. I'm saying, like, they're paying Thor however many millions of dollars. Like, I'd hire a professional and and put on weight through what the professional told me to do. And you know, I get a trainer and a nutritionist and all that shit, and be like, all right, I gotta get. I gotta get like zero percent body fat by four months from now. Certainly. How are we gonna do this? Because I can't, I think at I some can't point, just drink. At, at some point, you have to walk away from the character. If you, at some point, you're just doing it for money. You ain't doing it because it's your craft. You're doing it for money. Your girl. It's so funny. We keep on bringing this back to Emma. Yeah, Emma knows exactly what I'm talking about. At some point, she had to quit being Hermione. They could keep yeah, on yeah. going with Harry Potter and selling oh, yeah. for the rest of their fucking lives. If if yeah, they could have been Rat Clap or Rat Clap, whatever like, they like is. all those all those Harry Potter dudes, like all those characters, they could have been Olsen twins, but they're not. They're like yeah. being like, real not, actors. We're and gonna shit. do you know real stuff. The same the, the same can be said about like Robert Downey Jr. did not want to do Iron Man anymore. You should hear him talk shit about Iron Man. Same thing with Daniel but Craig. It, it didn't saved want his to be, career though. Uh, it James saved his Bond. career. It did. It made hundred percent. Both of those from movies. The gutter to the, you know that's why that hamburger movie, uh, hamburger scenes in the first movie where when he gets uh, back from being kidnapped, he sits down in a room full of people. He's like, listen, I haven't had a hamburger in a long time, and he has a little hamburger, and he admits to being Iron Man. Okay, his uh, life changed around for him when. He went to Burger King, and he had a burger, and he paid for it, and he was eating it. It was the worst burger he had ever had, and he, he kind of had a moment of clarity. In the middle of this burger place, he's like, I'm done being a fuck-up. He was, like, waking up. He would He's in Hollywood in Beverly Hills and fucking just ends up falling asleep in some dude's house. He just walked in. He thought it was his house. Yeah, yeah, and he, it was, wasn't. he was really getting hammered on drugs. He, he, he just he woke up. He went to jail. He went to prison. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't do it. But apparently for him, he talks about it, you know, his change round. First off, he, he had that burger and he decided he didn't want to do this anymore. He got married to this woman who put him on a military-like schedule of, you ain't doing drugs no more, you ain't, you know, going out and fucking no more. Like, all of those things are over for you. You're going to change your life around. And he did. That's how he got that part. Winning. Yeah. Fucking, that's what that motherfucker needs. Winning. Charlie Sheen, that motherfucker needs it. The machine doesn't need anything. Just pussy and blow. <laughs> and tiger blood. <laughs> Damn right. Fucking tiger butt. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, with that said, we have run up against our time limit here at the Mason and Friends show, and I'm, we're going to have to bring this lovely episode to a close. Thank you for listening, and uh, check us out, share us with your friends, and holler at your boy. Give some money to the Patreon account if you get a chance. M perfect, letter M perfect. That's right. That's right. Letter M perfect. Your tail hurts. Please. Mason 2020. Please, Mason 2020. <laughs> Go.